This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning. Welcome to Resource Centre. This is Audrey Raj. Now, while some of us are back to the daily grind, you know, braving the traffic, commuting to work, you know, face-to-face meeting with clients, networking events and launches, all the stuff we did pre-COVID, you have to admit our idea of a safe and healthy workplace has changed thanks to COVID-19. Now, while the main focus has been work from home versus back at your desk, there's also been plenty of discussions about balance, productivity, versus well-being and creating a safer, more healthier environment at the workplace. And to talk to us about the kind of things we need to keep in mind when designing an effective work ecosystem as the nation enters the endemic phase of COVID-19, as well as how to drive workforce rationality and well-being, we have on the show with us today, Director of Scalable Malaysia, Benjamin Thio. Welcome to the show, Ben. Hi, okay. Thank you for having me. So, so Ben, maybe we can start off with a bit of background on Scalable Malaysia. So, tell us a bit about uh, Scalable and what you guys do. Sure, great. Thank you. Um, well, the genesis of Scalable Malaysia um, came from the five years now of us operating uh, our co-working spaces, Collabs Co-working, um, which is another brand under the Paramount Co-working Syndrome Bahad um, company, of which uh, Scalable also sits in. For, for five years now, we've been offering workspace solutions for freelancers, startups, SMEs, and as time progressed, uh, even bigger companies. And over the years, we've had the opportunity to welcome throughout spaces, many financial institutions, as well as uh, bigger corporate um, entities into our, into our workspaces. And we could see there was a huge growing demand for these flexible workspace solutions um, from the corporate uh, sector and the enterprise sector. But we also, over time, realized that there is a, a ceiling to our ability to cater to these bigger companies through uh, the Collabs co-working brand. Um, and as such, we decided to, to create Scalable Malaysia um, in order to provide the same kind of curated workspace experience that you find at co-working spaces, but to bigger uh, single tenants such as uh, you know the conglomerates of the world, the, the corporates and the enterprise of the world. Right. So maybe you can give us uh, more details into what a flexible workplace solution looks like. You know, the kind that you've been designing for these conglomerates and, you know, what do they look like and how is it different from, you know, your regular office space? Sure. Yeah. Um, I think before we dive into that, I think it's important to note that um, through Scalable Malaysia, we have two main products or two main verticals that we operate in. Uh, the first being a uh, as a builder. So we offer design and build services for our corporate clients, whereby we can start from the ground from the ground up, where we can identify uh, suitable locations for our clients via our our network of agents and and property related uh, service providers, and from there we can design our space, leveraging off our experience uh, as a co working operator, but also as a uh, builder of over 40 years of experience um, via the Paramount uh, property brand. 
Uh, and through that, leveraging all, all of these kind of uh, many years of experience, we can build effective as well as uh, aesthetically pleasing and efficient workspaces for the new age. Beyond that, uh, and that, that leads into our next core product being our office management, our facilities management, and our community management services. Again, this is very much leveraging off our experience as a co-working operator to bring in that, that curated workspace experience um, that you experience in many co-working spaces. Right. And, uh, and, and what do we mean by uh, a curated workspace experience is um, one that is, that is becoming especially more uh, um, relevant today as all of us, um, the whole world has gone through a, a social experiment of sort mm. of working from home. And then now we've seen uh, as, as the world is coming out of the pandemic, um, many employers are trying to, to bring um, their employees back into the office, uh, and which is proving to be a rather difficult task. Um, yeah. And, and um, we think that by leveraging all these different touch points uh, that we have in our co-working spaces that we can bring through into our facilities management, uh, into our community management services at Scalable, will uh, then allow us to or will allow the employers, again, to engage uh, with the employees effectively to really bring them back into the offices in a big way. So what does the future of work look like, Ben? You know, what should everyone, you know, employers, employees alike be keeping in mind as they come back to their desks? What What is the future of work? Yeah, and I think that's a great question and one that... that um, it's it's been a hot hot topic that uh, for the past six months or so. Right? Mm. Um, like I said, the whole working world uh, went through this whole this big big uh, paradigm shift where we've had to uh, approach work from a decentralized um, manner. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and for the most part, I think it 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 uh, it has been a success. Uh, I think it has been proven to both employers as well as employees that a, a, uh, at least a hybrid approach to work, mm-hmm. whereby you, um, there is some time being spent in the office, um, as well as there's some time being spent at home, working from home, working from satellite offices, um, uh, might be the way forward. But there is definitely a huge appetite for a, a decentralized approach to work now that everyone has gone through it um, from, the, from the workforce, especially the younger generations. So like this term decentralized uh, employment, it, it keeps being thrown about. Um, I'm, I'm just wondering how that influences office space management. Yeah, that, that's a great question because that that um, directly applies to the amount of real estate that is being currently utilized. Mm. Uh, the decentralized approach to work not only affects how we manage our op- um, our offices, but also how we manage our human capital, which might be even more telling. Even personally, anecdotally, as we've entered the first lockdown, especially, I had a big uh, challenge trying to to number one, engage with my staff and my colleagues, but as well as really trying to um, effectively manage the, their productivity. 
So over the past uh, three or the subsequent uh, two lockdowns, you know, we really fine-tuned our approaches to how we want to handle our our staff and our colleagues here. And that we, in a way, had to start from the ground up by mm. really, really looking at our work culture and putting in place via our work culture and, and our controls um, certain processes to really um, regulate the workforce um, in, in, in a, such a decentralized manner. From there, of course, it, it has uh, a lot of spillover effects in terms of the utilization of our offices. Throughout the lockdowns, uh, there was a, a very a steep decline in all the office usage, the commercial real estate usage mm. across the board, um, uh, across Klang Valley. And we're already starting to see that um, the trickle-down effects on the commercial market, especially for office spaces, as companies now start to rethink and reimagine what their office will look like. It might not necessarily be the case where, where we want to be bringing everyone back into the office, into the ones in, in the same place anymore. But again, and we've seen it already, we've seen a few FI uh, financial institutions um, start the ball rolling by by setting up a lot of satellite offices mm. to support the to support the HQ here or the main the main hub. And I really do think that this is uh, a trend that we will continue to see. This is all being supported by uh, continuous leverage of technology. And we've seen a huge adoption of technology on the commercial level throughout uh, the, the entirety of the business um, ecosystem. Um, and that has allowed us to really operate in, in such a manner whereby that kind of human face-to-face -face interaction uh, has very much gone digital. And that has allowed us and has allowed businesses to continue to be productive throughout uh, throughout the lockdowns. Right. Okay, we're going to need to take a quick break for some messages right now. But when we come back, we dive into how to design an effective work ecosystem. We touch a bit on emotional intelligence and its role uh, in developing workforce rationality, as well as employee wellness. All that and more coming up on Resource Centre with Scalable Malaysia. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. Be free, Malaysians. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You are listening to Resource Centre. This is Audrey Raj. Online with me today is Director of Scalable Malaysia, Benjamin Teo. Now, Scalable Malaysia offers a one-stop, uh, they're basically a one-stop shop for workspace solutions. They also curate employee wellness and community engagement programs aimed at optimising the productivity of their clients' workforce and bringing out their true potential. Uh, now, Ben, you guys are the experts uh, on this. You've been doing this for about five years now. Um, how does one design an effective work ecosystem, especially since, you know, we're about to enter this endemic phase of COVID-19, right? So, you know, what, what goes into uh, the thought process, you know, the design process? How, how do we do this? Yeah, uh, as, as we are entering the endemic phase, again, we've seen a lot of the employers uh, start to welcome back their staff into their offices. Mm -hmm. Of course, um, a lot of the times it's done, uh, as we are starting to see in a, in a more hybrid approach, whereby um, 
like I said, the, some time is being spent at, uh, in the office and then some time is being spent at home. Uh, I really, we at Scalable Malaysia really do think that this hybrid working arrangement is here to stay. Um, and we will continue to see this trend grow over time. So to that point, when we design new offices, I think we need to design it with a lot of flexibility, knowing that the, the, the offices is going to be used in different manners over time as different teams come and go. Mm. Um, of course, on top of that, we need to address the health concern, uh, which is, of course, uh, by virtue of social distancing. So whenever we design new offices now, we need to ensure that there is so sufficient space for social distancing measures while maintaining clear communication channels between colleagues, not really affecting productivity. So Ben, I understand that um, Scalable feels EI or emotional intelligence plays a big part in developing workforce rationality and well-being. You want to talk to me about this? Yeah. I think the majority of the workforce has been affected by the pandemic in in some way or another, um, a lot of it adversely. And through the stress of uh, the health concern from the pandemic, as well as working from home um, and all the other uh, stresses that come about from lockdown, has brought about many uh, challenges to the mental health of the everyday Malaysian. And we see it as a responsibility of the employers to address these mental health concerns because not only is it our civic duty to help our fellow Malaysians, but it also ultimately affects their productivity and their yeah. efficiency at work. Yeah. Through that, we've seen really, we're starting to see the research now uh, come out to really show that there's been a, such a tremendous impact on the mental health of of people because of the pandemic. Um, Michael Page uh, recently came out with a study that, that said that over 70% of employees stated that their professional stress levels have increased since the, the, the coronavirus pandemic. Mm. And again, this is being influenced by the longer hours working from home, the always on mentality. For yeah. Of working from home and being at the computer at all time, the a simulation between work and home kind of really uh, has brought about a lot, a lot of um, kind of further stress to the to the individual as well to the as to the household. So to that point, um, you know, we really do think that we via our ex- network of vendors that we have garnered over the past five years, we can really use that to leverage to really address this mental health concern that is really bubbling under and really starting to to rear its ugly head um, Mm. in the Malaysian population. What kind of wellness programs are we talking about here? And how do these initiatives um, cultivate a healthier workplace environment and also helps with developing bonds between team members? Yeah. So when we talk about wellness here, you know, there, there are many aspects to it. The first one, obviously, I think the lowest hanging fruit here is, is the physical. Mm. So um, we have a, a, a large panel of uh, fitness instructors or gym operators that we can leverage to bring into, the, into these workspaces to provide that kind of 
physical interaction or physical exercise programs that, that we can offer to our clients. Um, but beyond that as well, uh, I think now there's a bigger emphasis on nutrition, mm. um, more so than ever, um, and especially with supplementation. But having said that, there isn't necessarily a very high uh, nutrition or health literacy within our population. Mm. So we have all these uh, experts, whether they're nutritionists or dietitians or, or, or health, other health experts that we can leverage and bring in to provide that level of um, insight to our clients. But beyond that, again, talking about the mental health challenges, we, over the years, we've had in-house uh, counsellors, in-house professional coaches, in-house um, mental health experts that we've, um, that we've had in our co-working spaces and that we've, and, um, we've offered their services to our co-working tenants. And this is... Uh, this, these uh, vendors as well as these touch points can be brought to our scalable Malaysia clients as well to provide that level of, uh, again, that level of education to bring about the awareness as well as acceptance um, of, of these kind of mental health uh, challenges that people are facing now. Hmm. You know, um, earlier on, we were talking about the whole decentralized approach to uh, employment. And you know, one of the things that I guess most organizations are reeling from, you know, as a result of this pandemic has been the lack of collaboration between team members, maybe because you're working on a rotation basis, maybe because, you know, some team members are just permanently working from home uh, or because of physical distancing uh, in the office space as well. So is there anything, any initiatives that Scalable Malaysia would put forth when it comes to helping create uh, better uh, uh, or developing strong bonds between team members as we continue to uh, work in this endemic phase of COVID-19? And this is a, an a experience that we at Paramount are facing as well. Mm. Um, and anecdotally, I, I can see it um, in that there has been a, a really a big decline in team morale that I've seen mm. amongst my peers and amongst my colleagues. And um, as, as we welcome back our, our staff into the office, we found that we've really had to really uh, start from the ground up and really to create and cultivate that kind of um, team morale, that, that uh, idea of teamwork again, because over the past two years, we've seemingly lost that kind of human engagement uh, amongst team members uh, as we've been apart for so many mm. for so many months. This is again, this is something that we believe at Scalable Malaysia we can definitely leverage through our five years of operating co-working spaces. We've had the opportunity to work with many many different companies. Um, to understand their human capital goals and, in, and then for us to really try to address them. So we've dealt with freelancers, with startups, with SMEs and with bigger corporates um, and their, their needs for their human capital uh, vastly differ. Mm. So we have many different touch points uh, um, that we can introduce to address 
uh, the many different variables that we have in play here. Uh, whether it's team building activities, whether it's networking opportunities, um, or whether it's you know ice breaking uh, sessions mm-hmm. for team members that 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 perhaps um, have joined uh, the company uh, during the pandemic and. Yeah. I've never met be- people before. I've never met the greater team before. Or, or don't um, understand the company culture because they've not really been among their peers, right, at work? That's exactly it. Um, um, we've also worked with a lot of companies and we are working with a few companies now to really uh, redesign um, the, the values of the company of, uh, and how they treat their human capital in, in, the, in this new age decentralized way of working. Um, whereby we've had to really re-emphasize certain values and dismiss others in order for us to uh, cultivate a, a working culture that that can operate efficiently and productivity in a in a more uh, decentralized manner. Right. Uh, ben, it's almost time for us to wrap things up. But before we go, maybe you can give us uh, a bird's eye view on um, the importance of sustainably built workspaces. It's not something we've we've actually touched on yet, but I'm sure you have uh, plenty to share on that. Okay, yeah. Um, this is something that we as a builder um, hold very core to us. Um, and we not only want to be building sustainably built workspaces, but um, sustainably built uh, developments throughout mm. the whole Paramount ecosystem. Um, it is very important to me personally, and it's something that I hold dear to my heart, uh, as, as quite clearly we know we are in the trend whereby the world's supply of non-renewable resources is slowing down and it's growing rarer and eventually becoming much more expensive over mm. time. But, and we, we've seen that in a big way uh, um, due to the supply chain issues that we've had yeah. because of the pandemic. And that, that has, again, put even a greater emphasis on approaching our developments in a sustainable manner. Uh, I, I believe it is our civic duty uh, to really educate not only our, our 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 staff, but our clients, and influence them into a more um, sustainable way of working and of 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 living. Because uh, of who our parent company is, we've had the opportunity to use some very cool sustainable raw materials. Um, a lot of the wood and timber that you see across all our workspaces. This is beautiful 200 year old, almost 200 year old um, Malaysian hardwood that we've had the opportunity to repurpose and reimagine and give it a new life. Um, Not only is this normally uh, uh, not available to most builders due to its uh, scarcity, but it's also very expensive. Uh, And this is the beauty of of Scalable Malaysia. Because of our partners, we've had the opportunity to be able to get access and to use these raw materials, but also build them in a very uh, cost-conscious manner. Right. And uh, for all our listeners uh, tuning in right now, uh, Ben, is there a website that they can go to to get in touch with uh, Scalable Malaysia uh, and learn more about your services? Of course, um, yeah, you can find this at scalable.com.my. 
And um, on our socials, our handles are at Scalable Malaysia. Right. I've been speaking with Director of Scalable Malaysia, Benjamin Thieu. If you missed out on any part of this interview, you know where to look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find all our podcasts on the BFM app that's available on the Apple App Store and on Google Play. More on Resource Centre, same time next week. But till then, this is Audrey Raj for Enterprise BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, the business station.